Oh my gosh, we are here, we're back. It's the show, it's Q Talk America. I'm Clayton McKee alongside Kat Carlson Ta-da! and Al Perkins. We make up the cast tonight because Marnie Ryer took the night off to deal with some inbound rain in her house. She's got some flood oh, damage she's dealing with. But I guess, I, she said it's more's coming tomorrow. I guess it's Allegedly, raining again. I guess we have a 50% chance of rain uh, tomorrow. Well, bless, I, that was Hurricane Lorena that we were enjoying. I don't know what's coming next. But that was the remnants of a, a hurricane. Well, she let us have it. She Little did a rain. great job. I'm did a great job. Hope I have some more. I actually have to go down to the end of the block and clean all the stuff off the grate that has accumulated that's stopping water flow because I don't want it to flood again. Yeah. So I'm going to go do that uh, later tonight or tomorrow. I'll go clean it because seriously, if it blocks that, the water just fills in the street. Sure. Boys and girls, you've reached the time in the show where we get to hear Al Perkins talk about entertainment. That's and, Yeah, okay. <laughs> And hello, Bridget is joining us. Oh, hi, Bridge. She's in the other chat in the room. YouTube chat room. So we'll start with the finale of So You Think You Can Dance, which I think was on last week, but I just finally um, got around to it. And the little boy, oh, I cannot think of what his name was. God, God bless him. I can't help you here. Oh, uh, that's going to drive me crazy. Um, but anyways, you knew he was going to win the entire time. He was making people cry uh, left and right, left and right. He was a terrific dancer. I feel like his name is Bailey. Um, yeah. So this guy, Bailey, uh, Filipino, uh, born prematurely, is barely five feet tall, oh, wow. and is a street performer in Las Vegas with just tons and tons of heart and just a real stage presence. And then he ended up, even though he's a beat boy, or a b-boy or whatever the word is they use for um, that kind of dancing Mm -hmm. Um, he just excelled in every style and was just so much fun to watch and had such a crush on the girl that they paired him with who was about five feet tall and she was a movie star like it is very rare when you see someone I think we talked about her a couple weeks ago when someone that the camera just loves you to mention that yeah every time she looks at the camera you're like oh my god you should be a star uh, let's say her name is Mariah, because I think that's right. Um, <laughs> then the technically the best dancer of the four was this guy, Gina, Gino. Um, and he was just a beautiful dancer. Um, but there was just no competing with this Bailey kid. I mean, seriously, like, Kat Dealey was, like, openly crying, introducing yeah. him sometimes. Like, it was so lopsided. No one no one even dreamed there was a way they could win. Right. And I put a link in the chat room, because I know that we can't play it on here, but they do... Um, the three, the top three boys do a dance to Amen. Um, that is one of the most beautiful pieces of choreography I've ever seen. And at the finale show, they usually go back and get, have them perform like their favorite numbers again. Mm-hmm. So each judge will pick a favorite performance from the season for the dancers to do. Sometimes they just play the recording of it because these ten people can't do all of these dances. So sure. some of them they'll play the recording and kind of fake the staging. Although I've been led to believe that they perform them before the show starts, because the choreographers okay. are in the, the choreographers are in the audience, so instead of playing a clip, they just showed it out of order. Okay. So that they did perform it, and they're all going to be on tour. Um, uh, Sophie was the fourth dancer, but it's the, the top three boys. So it's those three in this absolutely. It is Mariah Russell. That's her name. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. The top four boys were so ridiculously 
attractive. And the Bailey one, he's a little pocket person. Mm-hmm. So probably could be adopted as eight years old for the rest of his life. <laughs> but, apparently there's a market for that. Apparently there is. But the other three, and I, uh, Gino, and I think his name was Ezra, and I cannot remember what the other, uh, Benjamin, Benji. So beautiful, this Latin guy with this curly mop of gorgeous hair. And they were always doing fun stuff with his hair. And then when they would like take the braids out, he would just have this gorgeous mane of hair, and I'm like, oh my god! And this body that didn't stop. What's his and name? Sure. I what? think his name was Benji. Um, I'd have to look. Um, at, at all who no, was in that, the. Um, no, that can't be. But there, there was a famous, um, there was a famous Benji. No, there. Yeah, Benji comes up all over this place, but I don't think that's the. He's. It looks like a white kid. I'm looking for. Hmm. Oh, this is the, but this is a shot. This is Mariah and yeah, that's and the Bailey. Bailey that won, and that's the thing. Like she's just gorgeous. And they're both barely. Um, they're little people. They're, they're little people. Five people. But I am gonna. Uh, let's see. Find his name. Let on. me find the top ten, and you can find a picture of him. And uh, then my boy Robert Roldan has. Um, uh, decided to become a choreographer now um, he is no longer going to be a, an all-star dancer he's just going to be behind the screen scenes and I was very very sad Oh, <clears throat> stimulating radio for all of you out there I, know, I know I just wanted to find this cute boy's name so you could all drool oh, over him I, I, I've already found him I, it's got to be this kid well, well maybe not What what is the name well, the one is Ezra, but what's this guy's name? I don't know. I just saw a picture. I'm a su- no. It's the same season. Yes. Oh, what the hell is his name? Um, hang on. Scro- I got to keep scrolling. I don't know where that. Oh, that's the wrong. It's thing. a cute kid, though. Go show him to me. Well, I can't. It's hard. I can't show him on this screen. You said he has a lot of hair, though. Hmm. Yes. No. Maybe. Well, I don't know about that. We're really winning the radio game. We are. Here, guys. I know. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. It's th- it's this kid. Oh, this kid. Hang on, the I, radio I, people I realize, still can't see. Hang on. I realize it's not... Does he have a name? Well, yeah, probably... Benjamin Castro. His name is Benjamin Castro. Google that. Find his picture. Got it. We're that is it. his name. Ezra Sosa is the other cutie with the incredible body and the big smile. And he's just pretty. Like, he's pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty. But then this Benjamin Castro is just shocking. And every once in a while, they'll let him do a pasta doble, like, shirtless and, like, dancer pants. And they're like, the puberty's here again. All right. Yeah, I found That it. sounds Hang fun. On. Stand, please, please hold, hold everything you got. I'm, I'm holding. Where? Oh, hell. Holding on tight. Holding on tight. So that... Holding out for that a ended, hero. And again, they... The usually every year, you have to wait and find out. So you think you can is coming back. You got to wait for clues from Fox. They're very hesitant to like announce the renewal. Run the finale show. They announced they were going to like change oh, the format out a little bit, a little bit more, and have a little bit more competition part and less of the academy part of the show. Sure. And then they were like, submit your applica- your um, audition tapes. So it sounds like they're already planning for season seventeen, which means that this year someone could be born the same year that the show first aired. Wow! So you could literally say it's you time, grew up watching to- that show time to put her down i know and i always think that but then i mean this dance to amen which i left the link in the room amazing 
Watch it on the biggest screen with the best sound you can. Gorgeous yeah. choreography. Um, so then we get to really... Oh, and then I'm all caught up on The Good Place. I've decided okay. over the last couple of weeks to like watch the episode so I'm ready for the last season of The Good Place. Boom, there he is right I'm there. I'm a little behind. I yes. got I got kind of stuck halfway through this last season and I haven't caught up yet. Oh, he's so pretty. He is that pretty. hair. Um, and looks like, I mean, he's showing you right up in his business. Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, so I watched, because I didn't remember how season three ended. Ended up last night in the rainstorm, crying my eyes out. First I watched So You Think You Can Dance, and right. I cried through like four of the different dances. And my best friend Kat Dealey was so emotional through the whole show. She was crying constantly, talking about like how much she loved this season of the show and like that amen number ended and like the audience was going nuts they're all crying i'm crying so then i watched the good place and i forgot about the twist at the end of season three and i'm like they're so good it broke my heart i was just it was so sad to be laughing that hard and be so touched by these characters it's just a great show and there's when it's all over i think there's going to be 51 episodes to the entire thing so easy peasy to watch oh yeah one day with the flu and you can watch the whole thing and then my friends. What great reason to get flu. the flu. Yeah, one day with the flu. And then my friends over at Netflix decided, and they kept telling me, if you're sick of watching The Good Place, we've got this new show called Unbelievable you might want to try. They're forcing that down my throat, too. Is it worth it? Yes. Okay. Uh, Tony Collette and. Um, I know cast wise it looked worth it. Uh, Merritt Weaver, mm-hmm. or Weaver. I'm not how she pronounces her name. Uh, However from, you self-identify. Yes. From, most importantly, from Nurse Jackie. Right. She was Nurse Zoe. And Nurse Jackie came out just when I first became a nurse. Yeah. And I just so identified with student Nurse Zoe. And I watched I just, that whole thing last year. It was fantastic. Fantastic. So, great actors, both of them. Tony Collette. Everything good, that she does. Another, a national treasure. Yeah. Not our nation. But whatever but nation But we should treasure from, her nonetheless. We should treasure her. And, uh, and Merritt... And, terrific as like a hardened ballsy detective with a younger more optimistic more I'd still I what's the word I'm looking for so she's playing Zoe again kind not so <laughs> yeah. hard she's not okay. playing Zoe so hard but she's you know they're they're making they're they're making a deal of the age difference mm-hmm. that the one is probably 15 years older than the other been in the game a little bit longer right still um Still wet behind the ears, is that, that that's the phrase. Um, sure. The first episode is brutal. Just be ready. The first episode of Unbelievable is very hard to watch. Okay. It is um, a very young woman who is attacked in her home. She lives by herself in a um, like a group home. And just things just don't add up in her story. She's a troubled teen, foster home to foster home. Things have gone terribly wrong. 14 to 22 years she, old. Yeah, she could be anyone of seven different ages. And every, people don't believe her. Okay. Okay. And it's a tr- the other part about the story is it's a true story. People don't believe her. And then years later, <laughs> um, it turns out it was a serial rapist. And so these two detectives in different um, areas of, Col- of Colorado are working on crimes, realize that they, they probably have the same um, M.O., and they start sharing information, and then they start sharing all over Colorado. And, you know, that's how this story came about. And it's a true true story of 
the detectives that worked the case, the girl that went through all these things of no one believing she was attacked, uh-uh. and like feeling like she was losing her mind, um, the foster system that let her down, and it is just... I wasn't sure I could keep up with the whole series, a whole, you know, whole seven episodes yeah. of the bleakness of that first episode. And then it turns into this detective story, and you're like, okay, people are at least hunting for a criminal. That makes me you feel better when there's people working a crime. And then it, it is total girl power, like, till the end of, like, this girl, the girl trying to find herself, these women trying to find a serial rapist. And how they eventually help each other, and it's just an, it's an amazing story. And, and catch him, huh? And catch him. Well, I won't give that away. Well, right. Don't spoil the whole thing. But a true like, story. Like I'm never going to watch. I believe it. based on, um, I believe it's based on an article from a magazine. Okay. Was the original source of this um, reporting of this story and how these detectives got together and the the, the lack. Even this story took place in real life in like 2009. And police departments were not sharing information, right? And just the and now they all do, if I'm not mistaken. Like there are databases. It's slowly of this. getting better, but it's still not. They're not sharing information. They're still more worried about jurisdiction oh. and you know who's in charge of what. And it there's just because somebody found a case outside of um, Colorado, they were able to go to the FBI. Then it became federal. Oh, and they were able to use the database. But so it's. It ha- it has a lot to say on a lot of different issues that are just kind of like that Wind River when you find out about like Native American women and getting charged with crimes on a, on a reservation and just how horrible. So a lot of these things I know you don't like these things because they're movies for some reason, but I mean it's very interesting what you learn about like how the criminals are caught and like. No, I love the, it. The, I love I love I love a real movie. I don't like yeah. fiction. Right, no, right, right. I do. I do. No, I enjoy that. I yeah. just rarely stop and sit and watch stuff. Yeah, like, but, it, but that's why, like, I watch the like sixty minutes and documentaries and yeah. real stuff like that. No, that sounds it's, it's interesting and it's very fascinating. So then, on the the, the Emmy Awards, the non schmemmies. So uh, Game of Thrones won outstanding drama series, but it didn't sweep. So that was interesting. Comedy series went to Fleabag, which did sweep. Um, it won so many awards and really was the surprise thing. Unless you watch Fleabag and laughed your ass off. And then it was a tough season because Schitt's Creek, fantastic. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, fantastic. fantastic. Barry, fantastic. The Good Place, fantastic. Veep. These are all great shows. I mm-hmm. don't know. It depends on when I watched it. Like, I watched Fleabag the most recently. So I probably would have picked that one because that's the one that I just watched. Just watched, right. Yeah. So that one would have been just a little bit funnier than Veep, except for I just watched the episode with Minna in um, Sweden again, Mm -hmm. and I almost shit my pants. I've now watched that episode (laughs) like four times, and it's the most delightful 28 minutes, and I just can't believe the things that they all say to each other. Just delightful writing. No host, which is working out well. It was an awkward start, as they had somebody do a number about, I'm going to save the Emmys, and then Brian Cranston came out and did like the introduction to television and there was one really, really ill-advised um, production number that I don't know. I don't know what they were going for, but it was to introduce variety talk show. Mm-hmm. Very strange, very weird. Okay, like really needed somebody to be in charge of that and shut it down. <laughs> well, I don't really odd. look to the Emmys for a for a production number. So, but you know, James Corden will usually throw in something, or mm. what's his face? Somebody usually throws in something in honor of like you know the stuff that goes on on TV. And this just was ill advised, <laughs> very bad. Uh, limited series in a shocker because I really thought that when they see us 
was going to be sweeping everything. Okay. Because, again, that was the most recent thing that was on about the Central Park Five. Very topical. Right. Um, one of the most shocking stories. And if if you when they see us, super hard to watch. It's it's so hard to think that that is within our lifetimes, that those boys, men, the the jogger in Central Park, that everyone went through that in our life lifetimes, and you know that's that's how we know Trump is a racist because right. the, one of the first things he came out as an awful person was his comments on the Central right. Park Five. So it's um, uh, Ava DuVernay. Uh, it's spectacular, but it didn't. It lost to Chernobyl. Which again, another one. It's excellent. Escape at Dunmore didn't love it. Sharp objects loved it. Fosse Verdon, we talked about that ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. It's just a great category. Like I don't know how you, how you pick, how you pick. Um, uh, standing television movie, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. That had to win. I mean, I spent fifteen hours doing every possible. That was the choose your own adventure movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like that's just genius. Oh, and I didn't care for it. Like I, I thought it was brilliant, but I didn't care for it. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, outstanding lead actor in a drama series and probably the biggest surprise of the night Billy Porter wins for Pose um, my only problem with this is for the entire season it's not season one it's not his show it's Correct. Blanca's show Yes, Blanca is the lead in that he is a supporting character at best in some episodes he's really not even in So I, but they submitted you only have to submit one episode and I'm still not convinced that he's not just playing himself absolutely true you know what I mean? Like, how do you get an acting accolade when you're really just, just playing, playing yourself? Call Jack Nicholson. He'll tell you. All right. He's done it a lot. Is his character called Billy by any odd chance? No. Pray, uh, pray tell. Oh. Um, they never tell us his government name. <laughs> yeah. So, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones, I thought had an outside, a super, super outside chance at that one. I That was kind of a six-way tie. I really didn't know which way they were going to go. And the guy from Better Off Saul keeps losing, or Better Call Saul. So I mm-hmm. really thought maybe this would be his year. I really maybe didn't think. Maybe this time. Yeah, maybe this time. <laughs> Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. In the another shocker, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, which I was completely shocked by. Um, oh, but she's but, so good. But that but is acting. Now yeah. listen, Billy Porter imposed not no, acting. Right. This great. So this one, I really thought. I honestly, honestly thought it was between her, Sandra O, oh, and. Um, Amelia Clark for Game of Thrones because I really thought they would reward her for being given such a shitty arc because of how hated the writers were for what they did to her character. Yeah. I thought people may have thrown her a pity Emmy like okay you played a very unpopular storyline and you played it to the tits. Like yeah. You should get some kind of award for something that we knew you weren't. It's not um, how this works. It's not lead how actor in a comedy works. series Bill Hader for Barry. Um, a terrific category again. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge wins an outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. She kills Julia Louis-Dreyfus's um, quest to be the most awarded um, Emmy winner of any category at any time ever. Suck by it, one. Julie. And she almost won for every season of Veep. But again, you have Christina Applegate for Dead to Me, a national treasure. National Kath- treasure. Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek. National, national treasure. treasure. And Rachel... Um, Brosnahan for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel just for that episode we're going to the Catskills like it's so delightfully high definition I will say it every day until I die when I'm reincarnated I want to live 
in the mid fifties. I want to be wealthy and Jewish in New York. In the Upper West Side, yeah, yeah. Upper East Side. I want to have sure. the money. I don't want to be the, the trash right. on the West. Wealthy side. Jewish Upper New East York. Side. Yeah, right. uh, I was in the lead actor limited series, and this was the great one. Jarell Jerome uh, wins for When They See Us, playing Corey Wise, the um, the oldest of the boys that was convicted. And uh, went to the the high school for LaGuardia Performing Arts School, the school from fame. Oh. He's uh, young. He was in Moonlight. He was in <clears throat> Mr. Mercedes. He's a terrific young actor. And he went, He won against two-time Oscar winner Mahershala Ali, Hugh Grant, Benicio Del Torre with an Oscar, Jared Harris for Chernobyl, and Sam Rockwell, Oscar winner. He beat out some big-ass names for that show so and if you get a chance to watch that clip of him winning and his family losing their minds and just how excited they all were for him and I think he was one of those ones that submitted his own name okay um, if I'm not mistaken uh, lead actress in a limited series or movie was Michelle Williams for um, Fosse Verdon well deserved and gave her big speech about equal pay and giving women what they need her speech was amazing about any time that she told the producers she needed this for her character. She needed that for her character. They just said, yes, Miss Williams, we will get that for you. And she talked about being equally paid and representing and that, like, as an artist, if you're supported, you will put out a better product. So maybe that's her reason why she's lost four Oscars. Hmm. Uh, Peter Dinklage won for supporting actor in a drama series for Game of Thrones. And then the, the shock of the night, and you could just see everyone in the audience like, what the fuck is this? Julia Garner for Ozark. One as Ruth Langmore. Do you watch Ozark? I don't, and people keep saying those words to me. Oh my god, it's so good, and she is phenomenal as the little piece of trash from the trailer <laughs> that runs the whole Ozarks thing, and she's fighting the big mob, the little mob. She's just fighting everyone just to get out of the trailer park. Okay. And it was one of those ones. She's against Fiona Shaw for Killing Eve, Lena Headey for Game of Thrones, half the cast of Game of Thrones. And um, that she won, I was I was shocked. I thought the winner here was going to be Fiona Shaw for Killing Eve. Just a shocking turn of events. Alex Bornstein for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Tony Shalhoub for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Ben Wishaw, who my friend Kevin has a big crush on, wins for A Very English Scandal and came out of the closet and stated boyfriend. So I think my Kev- friend Kevin at home touched himself a little bit. <laughs> and then Patricia Arquette won for the act. Um, the story of um, Blanchard. Blanchard, Dee Dee and Gypsy Blanchard. Mm. A pod. Have you listened to that podcast yet? Which one? Gypsy. No. Okay. Oh, they made a podcast about it too. It was originally a podcast. Oh, okay. Everything's based off the podcast. So the podcast, I think, is called Gypsy. I don't think it's called the Act. It's right up there. You'll love it just as much as you like the one about the guy that Oh, lived. my God, but the series is fucked up, too. You should watch the series. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he doesn't, like, watch TV. Podcast, wherever we get it. It's a true story. It's a true story. He and the it. podcast is amazing. It is the longest case of Munchausen by proxy. The 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 gypsy or the... The mother is... No, um, no, no. What's the title? It's called Gypsy, I it think. It is called Gypsy. Um, but it's the podcast about Gypsy um, Blanchard. Oh. Blanchard. Oh, I watched that movie. I know, yeah, the little girl. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. 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 Well, this one the, you didn't watch the podcast with the real people. There's the Hulu original series. That's there's what she won for him. Movie or documentary, and then there's the podcast, right? 
I think there's a long form. I think there's a movie about it. I'm sorry. I don't think it's a podcast. I think it's a documentary called Die Mommy Dearest or something like that. Die Mommy Die. Or die, die. No, no. Some, but you're—it's all those words. Video killed the radio star. Yes. <laughs> Video killed the radio star. Um, so that was it for the. I mean, they were—they were good. It was quick. Um, it was fast. They were over and under three I, hours. I didn't watch all, but I did see uh, somebody showed on the news or somewhere Alex Borstein's acceptance speech, where she tells the story about her grandmother. Oh, and that yeah—that's that was quite powerful. So yeah. step out of line, ladies. Step yes. out of line. Yep. So now her and. Seth MacFarlane from yeah. Family Guy have a whole bunch of Emmys between them. Yes, regardless of she plays so many different characters. Yeah, but and she's so good on Mrs. Maisel. That's just such a delightful show. Um, so we will talk about not much more. Um, it chapter two. Anyone? Um, Molly's under one. I know she's read the books. So we talked about that. We talked about that. Um, the sequel finally comes out because it's the longest book and it really is told in two parts it's the children and it's the adults mixed together the first part was all the children the first fight and they moved it up to the 90s and made the second part like more contemporary there were some things that they left out of the first part that i was kind of disappointed they managed to incorporate them all into the first five minutes of the second part like, all of a sudden, the one expression that was, like, the one kid talked too much, they'd be like, beep, beep, Richie. It just meant, like, shut up. Mm-hmm. It was their way to just shut this kid up. They'd be like, beep, beep, Richie. And it was funny, because all of a sudden, that was part of it. And I'm like, that wasn't the other part. They didn't call the one thing the deadlights. Like, they had left out, like, these things about, like, who they blamed all the child murders for in the original part. They left out what happened to that character, and the movie opens with what happens to that character. So, okay, um, really good and super motherfucking scary. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna say five solid jump slash screams slash oh my fucking gods out of that. Really well done. It's really good. I can't wait to have like a snowy snowy day with the flu <laughs> and watch both movies back to back. Central Corridor of Arizona. You really should get your flu shot. I'm not gonna. No, the flu it an awful lot these days. <laughs> I rely on get snow days shot. and the flu. Yes, it chapter two. Um, Anant, if you, if you, uh, it's good. But didn't you say you watched the first one? I thought Anant said he watched the first one. Um, really, really well done. Um, whoever put that together, a fun Stephen King cameo with one of those things we're watching on the screen. I know it's going to be either in the goofs, and I know it was some kind of an Easter egg. Mm -hmm. Because the book Stephen King was reading, they kept flipping it, so sometimes you'd see the spine with the name, and sometimes the book would be turned the other way. And then the book when you could see the spine, and I was like, freeze the goddamn thing so I can see what's written on the spine. So I want to know what book book he's reading. reading. They didn't, every time they showed it, the book was facing a different way. And it had to be on purpose. Right. Because it was That's so one of those obvious things, yeah. Yeah, that that was something. Yes, that's a good idea. Well lit, living in the middle, middle of the day with people around. Um, yeah, I was in the theater with like five people and we was screaming. There was, there was screaming. Um, did anybody watch the um, Brady Bunch um, HD, <laughs> HGTV renovation show? No. This time it's personal? Yeah. No. Me neither. Great job. Oh, Good reporting. Yes. So one more thing. Sir or ma'am. So update <laughs> that I found out today. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Fleabag, um, first season of Killing Eve, is writing the new James Bond movie. I did see that. I'm very excited. That's impressive that the Bond movie will be written by a woman. And allegedly Bond may be a woman. 
No, it's, been, it's is next it cast? Time. Is this it next one time? Is, it's okay. Daniel Craig is back for one more. Because I know I keep seeing that article. Yes, uh, what they'll do after this one, they don't know. But this one will be Carrie Formiga, the guy that did the first season of True Detective. Sure, sure. I think that Corey Carrie, something like that. He's the director. Um, she is one of the co-writers, and it comes out in like March or April. Perfect. <coughs> I haven't seen a Bond movie Very since exciting. I don't know when, so they're still good, except for the cool. one I brought Clayton to. Well, can't win them all. And it was the one that you needed to see all 22 previous Bond movies. To get it. It was finally the first actual sequel to a Bond movie. After saying they're never sequels, you don't need to see anything. Even though, you know, you needed like five minutes of information for Quantum of Solace. His wife's dead. Go. Good job. I'll cut up. Dead wife. (coughs) But she also died on Her Majesty's Secret Service. So two dead wives now. Son of a bitch. Yes, because they're they're able to switch it around because 007 is just the the tight is just the it's like job Lord name, Grantham, right? Right, just the job name. <laughs> King of England. It's not his actual name. No. Actual names were not used. Great job! Great job! That was good entertainment. I liked it. Thank. No, Maggie enjoyed it. <laughs> Maggie, Maggie it loved lot. it. Maggie, She's I didn't for, know you were so into movies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You should watch more movies. Maggie likes them. My book list isn't getting any shorter, though. No. I read that book, The Chain, though, that Marnie recommended. Oh, how was that? Yeah, It was okay. <clears throat> it's trying to be a thriller, but there was no real, like, twist that you didn't see coming. Mm. You know what I mean? That's it's hard, the yeah. yeah, the premise of The Chain is that somebody has kidnapped your kid, so you have to go kidnap another kid so that you can get your kid back, and the chain continues on. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, my God, it's exhausting. Meh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good to know. Good yeah. to know. It, it read really quickly. If you're looking for something like to entertain your mind quickly. Yeah. I've got like 20 pages left of The Ladies Who Punch. Oh, that sounds good. And they're getting ready, yeah, yeah. Getting ready to get rid of That's Nicole. That's the view one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nicole Wallace. So I'm like, oh, I don't even care anymore. Yeah. I'm curious as to see which where they end the book, but... Like, okay. Wh- like, like when, at what point did at they... At what point did they call it? That's the end. Say that's it. All right. So there you go. So we wheel it now? I guess we will. Sure. We wheel. We wheel it. We made a we wheel. wheel. I, we wheel. I prepared again this week. Look you, at me go. I look at, that's amazing what you've done. It's amazing what you've done. Hang on. Let's, right on top of that, Rose. Oh, of course you are. For some reason, I'm ultra distracted with stuff. Here we go. Let's go. you're with, looking up pretty boys online. No, I am not. I'm actually, it's a meme about a cat, and it just cracked me <laughs> up. Well, I, now I want to see the meme. Well, What's the meme? Well, I'll get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see the meme, not well, the wheel. Oh my god, there is a game out there called Meme to Meme or something like that. Okay, so funny where you you pick cards like Cards for Humanity, right? And then somebody gets a, a picture to put up, and you have to put the meme to it. Oh, funny! There, oh my god, I have not laughed that hard at a at a game I think since Cards Against Humanity. That sounds very funny. Like, oh, we were pissing our pants. There are products you can wear to avoid embarrassing situations like that. Oh, no one knew. Oh, okay. But I was... So it starts out with this. It's a it's it's this cat. <laughs> Hang on, I'm so sorry. Right, so starts out with this. It's a picture of this kitten. Oh my gosh, look at him! The kitten, and then it goes into. I love him. It, it goes to. Oh my god, is that a cat or a sheep? It's a shat. Please don't call it that. It's a shitten. <laughs> 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 it just it made me laugh terribly. 
lovely. That's very funny. I just thought that was very funny. Well, okay, so that's a little sad glimpse Thank you. into I my I needed that. No, I needed that. You're welcome. You're welcome. That was very so, nice. Um, oh, well, we're not doing the uh, wheel. Okay, whatever. Yeah, we the wheel. Just for a second, because Annette just brings up a story that I was going to read, and he found it, but that the U.S. Navy has officially acknowledged that UFOs are real. Uh, the U.S. Navy has, for the first time, officially stated that the three UFO videos made by made public by former Blink-182 singer Tom DeLonge's UFO research organization are footage of real unknown objects violating airspace. I don't know if any of you caught this on the news. Yeah, I did. Week. Yeah. Navy spokesperson Joseph Grandisher told Motherboard that the Navy considers the phenomenon contained, depicted in those three videos, as unidentified. Uh, the UFO is increasingly using the terminology unidentified aerial phenomena to discuss unknown, unknown, unknown objects in the wow. sky. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So, unique New York. <laughs> unique New York. Uma, Oprah. Oprah, Uma. Uma. So uh, th- uh, that is really cool. And yes, and I read that and I was very fascinated with it, but I thought I was going to get eye rolls about it. So, yeah. so what? I think that's less groundbreaking than you think it is. That's the Navy saying, yep, there's shit in the sky and we don't know what it is. It does, it's no proof of aliens. It's no proof of anything. Yeah, but at least they're not like trying to like explain shit away like they always do. Well, they because they understand the internet. Because if I hear weather balloon one more motherfucking time, well, it's know, not a weather balloon. You know, you know who's going to take credit for this? Well, Trump. We have Space Force now. So. Space Force. Space Force. By the way, there's exciting. another uh, meme I just saw that for, about him that says, I'm not orange. Quit calling me orange. I'm peach. Uh, anyway, so we're going to move on to the wheel. Wow. Get it? I'm he's, peach. He's not wrong. Yeah, there's that. Uh, spin. Quite the pun. Spin Quite this. the pun. Spin this. Spin it! Oh, I'm Peach. I just got it. Oh. I'm Peach. I'm Peach. News quiz. Oh, I love news quiz. Oh, what's news, the news quiz? quiz? That's what a great way to start. So, news quiz comes from the New York Times. It's a weekly quiz that they put out coincidentally on Tuesdays. Isn't that good? So of we them? can take them every week and find we out. We should take credit for it. Just say it's our own. What we know about the news. Okay. Let's see how. Okay. Question number one: Anxious about their future on a hotter planet and angry at world leaders for failing to arrest the crisis, masses of young people poured into the streets. Blank on September 20th for a day of climate protest. Did they pour into the streets across China? Did they pour into the streets in every city in the U.S., New in York. every country on Earth, or on every continent? I think on every oh, continent. Wait, wait, in, every con- in China, in the U.S., on Earth, or every country, or every continent. I think every, every continent. continent. Every continent survey says correct. Organizers estimate the turnout to be around 4 million in thousands of cities and towns worldwide. It was the first time that children and young people had demonstrated to demand climate action in so many places and in such numbers we're around the world. We're mad as hell and we're not going to take it Mad as hell. Question number two. President Trump is under intense scrutiny over a classified whistleblower complaint about his behavior, mm-hmm. which at least partly involves his dealing with Blank's new president, Mr. U- Trump's call for the country's government to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden. Ukraine. Ukraine. Ukraine is correct. We can get into more of that later if we wish. Question number three. The number of birds in the United States and Canada has declined by blank or 29% over the past half century, scientists have reported this week. Is it 300,000, 3 million, 300 million, or 3 billion? The U.S. and Canada has how many fewer birds? 3 million. 3 billion? I'd say I'd go with billion. You go with billion. Well, let's see. Let's split the difference. We'll say 300 million. That's wrong. Oh. The answer is 3 billion. There's three billion less birds. Three billion fewer birds. The analysis published in the Journal of Science. Wow. 
is the most exhaustive and, and ambitious attempt yet to learn what is happening to the avian population. The results have shocked researchers and conservation organizers. There are likely many causes, the most important of which include habitat loss and wider yeah. use of pesticides. Sure. Birds are dying. That can't be good for us. Right. Birds, bees, like all of yeah. the, all the critters. All the ways to get babies. I mean, I think birds are filthy flying rats, but I'm not in charge. I mean, but, but either way. But they eat if insects. The, if the sky rats can't survive. I'm much less bothered by insects than I am by fucking birds. <laughs> you don't really insects know that. are a man- manageable size outside of Australia. Question number four. Game of Thrones <laughs> made television history at the 71st Primetime Emmy Awards on September 22nd, winning for best blank and tying the record for most wins in that pres- prestigious category with Wait. predecessors like The West Wing, L.A. Law, Mad Men, and Hill Street Blues. Start oh. the question again. Hold on. I got lost. You should listen. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's new. <laughs> Game of Thrones made television history at the 71st Primetime Emmy Awards, winning for best blank, winning what category? Oh, okay, okay. And tying the record for the most yeah. wins in that category with West Wing, LA Law, Mad Men, and Hill Street Blues. Outstanding drama series. Drama yeah. series is correct. Um, question number five Secretary of State Mike Pompeo accused. Iran, on September 18th, of carrying out blank with aerial strikes on oil facilities in Saudi Arabia the previous weekend. Were they, did, uh, Iran. did Iran carry out A, an act of war, oh. B, crimes against humanity, C, environmental destruction, or D, trade agreement violations? Act of war. Act of war. Act of war is correct. Mr. Pompeo's condemnation was the strongest yet from any American official about the attack in Saudi Arabia, which cut oil production, left two of the kingdom's most vital facilities smoldering and exposed failures by the Saudis and their American allies in detecting an incoming aerial assault. Great job, guys. <coughs> yeah, mm-hmm. well done. Question number six. Uh, this broke my heart. Oh, Prime Hi. Minister Justin Trudeau of blank has long <coughs> cast himself as spokesperson for the world's liberals, standing up to President Trump, supporting women's and indigenous rights, welcoming immigrants, and fighting climate change and racism. But that calibrated image suffered a major blow last week when photos and video emerged of the prime minister dressing up in blackface and brownface in the 90s and 2001 where is he prime minister of canada canada Canada. so is his father blame canada i would imagine blame canada no his father his father was prime minister yeah all dated dated ho- Barbara Streisand back in the day. Hockey I was less stunned by this than many, I think. I went, oh, sure. Who didn't? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think now it's just hard. Like, for some reason, why did why were people doing blackface? Like, well. Because they had white faces. I know. Why else uh, would you do blackface? I, I liked it when they put uh, they put an image of him in the dark face or whatever play he was doing as Aladdin or whatever, and they put a picture of Disney's Aladdin. They're like, clear, not Aladdin's white. <laughs> yeah, based on the based on the oh, right. the according to Disney, absolutely. Yeah. All right, home stretch. Here we go. Question number oh, seven. Merriam Webster announced an additional definition for blank. The definition would be a third person singular pronoun for non-binary people. We talked about this last week. Is it they? They, correct. Mm. They added an, an additional definition for the word they to include the pronoun that non-binary people prefer to use. Question number eight. This prime minister and his chief opponent, Benny Gantz, agreed September 23rd to begin talks for a possible power-sharing deal after last week's inconclusive election left Israel in political gridlock. Oh, Netanyahu. Correct. 
Wow, Netanyahu didn't win outright? I missed nope. that day of the news. I, me too. No. Inconclusive wow. election. Um, wow. After meeting for more than two hours at the office of the president, the two men issued a joint statement saying that they had discussed ways to advance Israel's unity. That's craziness. That really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew he was in trouble because he's he's <coughs> like in a, like their version of impeachment. He's being investigated for all, yeah. kinds, all, of kinds, of shit, all kinds of right. crap. But he was one of those people that seemed like he had like put like, the kibosh and anybody else winning anything. Well, somebody uh, said that he was the prime minister with nine lives, and he's on uh, like life forty-seven. Like yeah. he's really past due, struggling. Yep. Yeah. Home stretch. Here we go. Two to go. Question number nine. In one of the boldest state-led efforts to expand access to higher education, New Mexico unveiled a plan to make this at public colleges and universities free for all state residents, regardless of family income. Is it A, books, B, food, C, housing, or D, tuition? I go with tuition. I go with books. It's tuition. Wow. Very oh, good. I just guessed on that, but... Yep, the move comes as many American families grapple with the rising cost of higher education and as discussions about free college gain momentum in state legislatures and on the presidential debate stage, nearly half of the states, including New York, Oregon, and Tennessee, have guaranteed free two- or four-year public college to some students. But the New Mexico proposal goes further, promising four years of tuition even to students whose families can afford it. Wow. Everybody gets college. They're the Oprah of college. You get college. Well, they did that at NYU. To some, for the for the all the ones in the medical. For for some, this is for everybody. No, no, I understand that, but I'm just saying because I just watched that show again or that story. They repeated it on 60 Minutes, where oddly the guy behind Home Depot who made all of his money, he and his wife announced that for this this was it last was it this semester whatever it was. When they did, the, they do the white coat ceremony of all the new, the new, the freshman year, I guess mm-hmm. it is. And then when they all were seated, he came on stage and then said, as of now, this is an entirely tuition free school to everybody for the remainder, whatever they had. Wow. That's and then amazing. all of the incoming, so from, from now going forward, wow. whatever the, the medical program <laughs> is, because right. their goal was, the, the theory is, to make money, all of the doctors keep going into specialized medicine rather than being a rural doctor or being yeah, just yeah, a, a, a general right. practice doesn't so pay. Right. They're trying to encourage people. You don't have to make a million dollars to pay off your student loans. If you want to go in and be a general practitioner or whatever in a small town, do that. Right. Then you don't have the overhead of all of your billion dollar. And it keeps happening. The reason people get educations and get these jobs is to get out of the small towns and get to a big city. And right. that's what's driving this this push to the coasts that are sinking. Because Houston, I just, just don't go. I don't. It's too fucking. I don't think we, don't, we don't have it. But they're swimming. I mean, Friday was good coffee with the Weather Channel because that was just rescue after rescue, and like forty miles of a ten just right. shut down mm-hmm. again. Well, I, I couldn't see it. Gone. Yeah. Crazy. Give one but more. One again. more. My my favorite question. Okay. Three truths and a lie. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Three of these are real titles from the New York Times. One is from the Onion. You tell me which one's from the oh, Onion. Okay. Number one, a boy was bullied for his homemade T-shirt. Now the University of Tennessee is selling it. True. Number two, Antonio Brown says he is done with the NFL. True. Number three, Case Keenum wins Redskins starting job with a heartfelt "What I like most about football is" essay. Or poor high school girls keep getting crushed in football. Is it time to level the playing field? 
I think C is fake. I think C. I'm going to go with C as well. But that last one, read that last one again. Yeah. Poor high schools, or I'm sorry, not girls. Poor high schools keep getting crushed in football. Is it time to level the playing field? I think I think your 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 middle one, your third one is your fake. Third one is fake. Correct. 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 Okay. Because that's not. Fake. I hadn't heard that last one, but the first two I had heard of already. There it is. There's our news quiz for the week. Oh kids. my god, my god! Great job, stolen S- from the New York Times. Spin the wheel. Let's see what else we get. Intended for on. students. Oh my god, this is amazing. Well done. We're, we are good students. We are good. Students. Fuck you, Governor Doug Ducey. Fuck you, Doug Fuck Ducey. You, Doug there we Ducey. go. Cat, update us on this one. Would your you? governor, your governor, our governor, your governor, I didn't vote for him. Has decided that he thinks, yeah, no, Christians shouldn't have to serve gay people. Jesus Christ. Shouldn't have to. It's very Christian of them. He says the state That's already has, you know, he thinks the state already has too many laws. And businesses need the freedom to deny jobs, housing, and public services to LGBTQ people. He says, I think we've got a lot of laws. And I've been more in the business of wanting to repeal laws and regulations than put any in place. Arizona already has laws on the books pre- prohibiting discrimination based on categories like race, sex, national origin, and religion, sexual orientation, and gender identity. Not covered. Not, the Grand not, Canyon not State. his thing, yeah. You know, I can still get married what on Tuesday, we, lose if, my house on Wednesday, lose my job on Thursday, all because I'm gay. Thank yep, you, thank, thank you. What if, uh, what if we make the gays make it a religion? <laughs> then we're covered, right? Yeah. Then, but, we're, then it's tax-free. I mean, do we have to have a pageant for our leader? It's, it's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be know, a We'll figure thing. out something to do. Well, I mean, if we just figure out how to get that tax break, oh. my God. In case you didn't know... Governor Ducey was responding to a recent ruling by the Supreme Court of Arizona, which ruled that some douchebag wedding art people did not have to make their arts right. for gay weddings. I don't know. I think it's shitty when you, like it. It sounds shitty when they say it out loud. You know what I mean? Like in theory, we think, oh, absolutely. You know what? Everybody should have the right to just put it on the window. That's what we want to know. But then people say it out loud, and it just sounds. We have it doesn't a, sound right, right. I feel like I should be able to be like, no. I, mm. We have a. Friend. I'm going to take care of the person next door because you're you're Christian. You're so. a bigoted right. asshole. I'm, I'm going to go. Right. Well, and that's and that's the danger to opening that whole like discrimination based on belief because then when does it end? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Here it's note cards, and then it's restaurants, and then it's hospitals. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's not. I hate to use the slippery slope argument, but but it, but it kind of is. Yeah, it definitely is. We have a of a, a friend. I don't recall if he. Knows I don't him have not. any friends. No, we I do. don't know why we you're do. We have a mutual me. friend, um, Ruben. I'm not going to go with last name. Oh, sure, sure. Does amazing work. Does a lot of steel work, metal yeah, work. He does a lot of construction. Does crafty. a lot of different things. Oddly, also in the same kind of an empire business as you are with yeah. regards to that. Absolutely, but. He makes incredibly. He works all over the place. Does a lot of builds for people. Installs and does. Very busy. I wonder how it would go over if you know all these people rant and rave about all of his work, and all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to do your house because you're this or that or whatever." Like if they go to the news and have a fucking fit over why can't we have pretty welded steel? Homosexual man won't make my railing. Right. Right. Right, Next at eleven. Right. That they. I just can see them losing their mind. Well, we are Christian. Why would you discriminate against us? Because you're a bigot. Because you're obviously a racist bigot who doesn't. Right, because we're going to paint you with the same brush. Right. How does that feel? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I don't know that he would ever do that only because 
he's he's a man in business trying to make money, and I get it. Right. So I can see that, but I mean, obviously, if the you know if the KKK called him, he's not going to be like, "Yeah, I'll be right over." Probably not. No, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure they have their own contractors. Yeah, probably that. do. Probably <laughs> do. So they have their own people. Would Donna Summer be our idol for our religion? Well, I mean, there would probably be an election for you know. Barbara well, or Ben be quite or few, right. Liza. I don't you know. know, I mean? right. I don't, well, well, I, and then you've got the, the then you've got the then you've got the Britneyarians. Yeah, but we we <laughs> we already have a problem with Donna the because base. years ago, even right. though she fell on the sword and like you know for, for a while she really pushed back on the gays. She no, was really she really didn't didn't she? she? Met, no, she did not. She did a prayer thing outside of a concert and it just didn't go over well. It's all of us. She never said anything. So how does stuff. a prayer thing get to be the gay story? <clears throat> because there was someone who took it as saying that AIDS was God's retribution, and she never said that. Oh, I she, never heard that, but okay. Yeah, that's what she got in trouble for, was for saying that. And she didn't. She did a prayer circle. She used to have hold prayer after concerts for fans that were religious. Oh. <clears throat> and she nice. said something about, she made him an Adam and Steve joke. And it just fell flat and got turned into this homophobic thing. <clears throat> but there were sick people coming into the concerts after the show and praying with her. And she prayed with everybody. And at one point, she made an Adam and Steve joke not related to anything with AIDS or HIV. It was just a bad joke Oh, <clears throat> that just fell on the wrong ears. And the rumor got worse and worse and worse to the point that it was said that she said that AIDS was God's retribution for the sin of homosexuality and finally when it got to her what was because the at the new york magazine finally published the quote that she allegedly said and then she sued the motherfuckers oh because then it was finally in print and when it was in print and then she did a she did the right thing when she found out she was like i was raising my children i was out of the spotlight i did not hear these stories my family kept them from me no one told me that there was this rumor about me I've heard it, and we are addressing it. And she wrote a letter to the advocate. She did the concert for the gay men's health crisis. Like she raised money. She did music cares every single year. Okay, so <laughs> then she's a contender, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> and then she got a little bit of backlash because in the letter for the advocate, she called it orientation, and everyone was mad that she called it sexual orientation. But like none of us knew in 1996 that sexual orientation was no longer. That made it sound like it was a choice. So then mm-hmm. she got in trouble again for the apology wasn't politically correct enough. And I didn't know that it should have been said something different. When I Why, read, what, do you, what do you call it then? Right. That's And, and now there's all this... Because everybody's this, oriented different. <clears throat> right. Now there's all this shit about, um, you know, the binary, the non-variant. But, oh, you know that's what I mean? exhausting. Right, right, right. And then it just turned into that where, like, then you just have to stop. Like now you're I feel nitpicking. like I just have to get out of all of this because it used to be easy. Like again, we used to not be able to get married, no yeah. children. It was easy. Like, come on, we're just going to skate through this right. and go to a concert. Now well, it's just exhausting. But also, it's not for you. He said, she said, they said, it said, whatever the fuck. I'm like, right. I'm, well, but you know, I tell people because I I hear this exact thing all the time. Like, I don't know what's doing. There's so many, and it used to be easier. But none of this is for you. You know what I mean? Like, if, if somebody decides that they're non-binary or somebody, you know what I mean? Whatever yeah, they identify as, it does nothing to you. All you have to do is say, okay, what do I, like, how would you like me to refer yeah. to you? And that's all you have to do and move on with your day. It's not for you at all. You know what I mean? Like, you, you've, no, I your get, identity is set. No, I understand and that. And cool, and, and there it is. Like, the rest it's of it. It's just exhausting to be out about in the bar or in, the, in that environment anymore 
just because it's like, oh, dear God, you can't blink without pissing somebody off because you've you looked at them wrong, you called them something wrong, or you inadvertently stepped on their and if they don't deal. if they don't offer you the opportunity to correct it, then that's on them. That's on them for sure. But you know what I mean. You know, all you have to do is continue to be polite to people, and exactly, it's all that's required. I've never been anything but fucking polite, and you know that. <laughs> do I? Spin the goddamn Spin wheel. wheel. Yeah. Here we go. What's next? Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> oh, we have to spin I again. Did the news quiz. We already did the news Good quiz. Though, right? I feel like this thing only has Done three. It. No. It's semi-random. It's, wait, wait, it's wait, wait, shit. wait. What's that? Chicago Hinge 2019. What is that? 2019. So oh. this is actually a really cool thing. Hang on. I'm going to send you some pictures. Oh, oh. And then, I'm gonna, and then I'm going to talk a little while. So okay. you, have, you have a minute. Hang there on. There we go. Be Dude, patient. I'm so, so patient. I had never heard of this, okay. but it's a cool thing that happens naturally. Uh, westbound traffic on many Chicago streets came to a stop between 6.40 and 6.50 p.m. Central Time on Monday as drivers stopped to snap pictures over their dashboards and passengers with smartphone in hand leaned out of their windows like people are just going nuts taking pictures in Chicago between 6.40 and 6.50 on Monday. But there's a reason. They're all trying to capture the incredible image of a burnt orange sun setting exquisitely framed by a canyon of skyscrapers. It's known as, it has a name, it's known as Chicago Henge. And it's one of two days a year when the sun rises and sets in perfect alignment with the city's east-west streets. Oh. Isn't that cool? It happens in other cities, absolutely. <laughs> happens in here. It happens here, too. Chicago's street grid corresponds almost exactly with the directional points of the compass, and it happens in other cities with gridded streets, too. Manhattan Henge, for example, is also a thing. Oh, but okay. Chicago is unique in that the phenomenon takes place every year on the spring and fall equinoxes. Oh, that's very cool. Oh, Isn't that cool? I didn't know that part. That's cool. With perfect early fall weather of partly cloudy skies and temperatures in the 60s, this year's was perfect. This writer says he timed his departure from M- NPR's Chicago Bureau on Michigan Avenue at about 6.20 p.m., walked east up an incline on Randolph Street across from the north end of Millennium Park. Several dozen amateur and maybe professional photographers had already set themselves up on prime real estate on the road's median and on curbs along the railing to take pictures. Do you have the pictures? I do. There's one Check right there. Check this out. Oh, yeah. That's great. And then yeah. this one. So twice a year, if you happen to be in Chicago, spring and fall D- equinoxes. What uh, what street was it? Did um, it say? It's Michigan, isn't it? Is it, it Michigan? It should be Michigan, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. I knew I it, heard about it. It'll I, happen on a lot of streets, um, but I think this one, any of the east-west, like do east-west, because their city is also a fairly accurate grid. Oh, yeah. So a lot, of their, a lot of their city streets run almost perfectly parallel. And sa- I mean, same here right now. Uh, this this week, the sun is setting on McDowell Road. Yeah, like it rises and sets on McDowell, which is horrible if you're driving not so right down McDowell right. exactly because you have that thing. Because I go to work at um, I leave for work at like six twenty five. Mm-hmm. So there's that week where like it's hitting at the right point and it's I'm going east, so the setting sun is in my rearview mirror, but it's like. My whole rear mirror, my whole rear window mm-hmm. is just the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I drive into it. I come yeah. I come west in the evening, so it does hit me, you know, yeah. there's about a week or two every year where I'm like, oh, this isn't good. I should yeah. come. Maggie! And I'm sure each street has a different, different like, time, 
or if it's off by much, but it, it should be the same. Should because be about the, the same in relationship to the, the sun, sun, which our seems quite city large, yeah. is yeah. quite small. So it should be yeah. about the same time period. It shouldn't. But depending on the buildings vary. that line the street, the, the the beauty of that picture would obviously look different. So that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, because our buildings, our skyscrapers go northwest, so it wouldn't be the same. I saw that and and had never heard of that and thought that was super cool that it always happens in I Chicago didn't know somebody on else the was equinox. Enjoying it because I don't, I never think to share with anybody like what a weird drive it was into work today with mm-hmm. the sun like. Blinding like me perfectly the on, the, yeah. on the street, yeah. So there it is. So there's that. That's that. What else is on the wheel? Well, and when, when we put up the, well, we, they put up the new building. I had no part of it. But they <laughs> left. Everyone was very concerned that in this new tower, we weren't going to have the beautiful windows that we had at the other tower. Well, sure. we, we didn't realize they built way more windows. So there's, the views are just beautiful. I mean, we spent the yeah. 11th floor, now we're on the 5th. So they're a little bit Your views are lower. Less. Yeah, they're lower. You went from like here to here. Yeah. <laughs> but you can go up. That's if you a want. great reenactment of our view. But <laughs> so welcome. in January, I'm like, so there's going to be a time of year where this window to the west that shines, that opens up to the entire hall is going to kill somebody. Yeah. And somebody was like, oh, I think they would have planned for that. I'm like, I bet it's they didn't. West. Like, there's only one that that building yeah. is going right right there. It took two months for the sun to start setting right, right in there. that window. Oh, they had to buy blinds. People were putting up sheets. Yeah, like all of a sudden, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> but it shines all the way down the hall, so you're not thinking you're anywhere near a window. <laughs> but you know, you're 11 rooms away. But that motherfucker is right there, like blinding you. And they're like, "This is deadly." We've got to tint that. Can we mm. tint that? All right. Let's see what happens when we spin it this time. I think there's only like one or two more on there. Impeachapalooza 2019 How much do we want to actually talk about this? We've hinted on it a little bit I have information if we want it Or we can just say it's happening and move on well, with our happened. lives I, mean, you can, I don't care I think the, the funny th- my, Here's, my, well, let's here's all, your take let's, What's your let's take? I'll just do a little take Sure uh, First, the fact that it's self-revealed That the whistleblowers out there But that me, big fucking mouth asshole right. Can't stay off the TV with mm-hmm. his girlfriend Rudy Mm-hmm just blabbing, and then Rudy Giuliani saying that. No, I didn't do that. Yes, I did it. Did you see that one? With, oh, with, with Cuomo. Yeah. yeah. You just said you, you just did. said it. But then the best part was like, well, the government of the Ukraine. Asked, Why would the government of Ukraine care? Ask you anything? Right. You're not in the government. You're right. a private lawyer. Like now, you're making shit up. Like that. That's just making shit up. The other thing I thought was that there's so much in the courts right now still. Outside of the Mueller, like Mueller closed his thing, but he left so many things open. Correct. That is he just laying down in front of the bus so that Pence can pardon him? How do we think that Mike Pence has nothing to do with any right. of this? Like I don't well, there's parts of it that I don't think Pence has anything to do with. There's maybe there's big chunks of it that Mother I Mother says I'm innocent. Yeah. <laughs> there there's just go. big that chunks of it that I just don't see where anyone would invite like that buzzkill to the party. I don't think that there's a selfless bone in that man's body. I don't think that's No, true I mean completely I don't selfish. Think I think they know that something big he's about to be taken down. Caught on something that he's like, let me give you this little nugget and then I can get pardoned oh, for look federal over here, look over here. Right, right, right. Right. But the other thing is, is I, he can't get out of office because all those things in the Southern District of New York are just waiting for right. him to not be president. Just because he gets pardoned for a Fed crime, he's going right, to go down for everything else. The president else. cannot pardon you for state crimes. Yeah, the right. sooner he's right. out of office, the sooner all those things come home to roost. So I'm right. kind of torn. 
But it just seems mm-hmm. like I, I honestly can't believe someone's that stupid as I'm watching him be that stupid. I think he's that stupid. To actually say on TV, I, I agree did with this. what you said. He was, in, he was in the clear. He could have been, he would have been fine as far as the impeachment bullshit goes, but he just wouldn't shut up. Yeah. He had to keep talking. And then, oh, okay, well, if you're going to admit to it then, uh, I just, no. astounding, all of it. But again, we will know much more. You know, obviously the this time goes on. Right? The the sword was laid down today, so we'll know much more, I guess, in the next twenty four to forty eight hours. Well, then, and then the hearings are going to be great. But services. aren't they going on um, vacate on, on? There's a break for like two weeks. Yeah, they go so, on recess. Like at the yeah. end of this week, they go on a recess for two weeks. So I don't know what's going to happen in three weeks when they come back. But very who busy. Knows? Yeah, very busy. And the other thing is, don't go on recess. You have business. Your right. job ain't done. Right. You don't get to go on vacation, fuckers. You work for us, and we're telling you mandatory well, overtime. No. That's a little bit of a misconception, because recess doesn't always mean, like, vacation for Congress. Like, they have to go home to their to their districts, and they have to, yeah. like, there are businesses, there's business to be done at home, too. Yeah, I get that part, but at the same time, you got shits going down now. Yeah. People need to be investigated. We need to catch them. We gotta get them what's hot. Yeah, but you gotta do your homework before you can get on TV and, and do the big... And what the fuck was that Corey Lewandowski thing? First off, oh. I stopped watching CNN because they hired him. Yeah, as a, he's an asshole. As a whatever they call them, right? Contributor, Talking head, uh, yeah, contributor, person to just scream nonsense, right? With bad haircuts. Oh mm. God! And then he was just—he was such a dick. Such I wanted dick. them to arrest him in contempt. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. I just wanted them to hold him in contempt and drag him off in handcuffs and perp walk that motherfucker. That was awful. Yeah, awful. Awful. Why do we not do that anymore? That's how it's going to be, though. Yeah. Like, all- like you don't have any privilege. You didn't work in the goddamn White House. No. You left before the election. Slimy motherfucker. All of them are. <sighs> well, I think that's enough. All right. I really feel that we've we've really we've it's really great driven job. it all home we left tonight. One thing on we? the wheel. I feel good about what it. Was oh, what the, was left? What was one thing? All right. It's petty. Oh. Uh, personal well, something for no, you? No, 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 it's not even personal. Getting a better, a higher chair. <laughs> <laughs> the seating at this particular table <laughs> is subpar. No, that didn't make the wheel. Subpar. <laughs> so it's actually subtable from where I'm sitting. Subterranean. Doesn't actually. get any lower than this. <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay. Most people aren't going to know who Andrea Savage is. <laughs> But I found I found a delightful little show that she wrote and stars in called I'm Sorry. I found it on Netflix. I don't know where it originated. I have heard of this so yeah. far and away. It's a it's a it's a little it's a little cute comedy full of dick jokes and Andrea Savage. But every time I look at her, I think, how is she not related to Jane Lynch? Because they're the same person from Glee, obviously. Yeah, right. No, and they're I, not. But they're I not related. Say, I, and I'm, I'm very concerned. Do you want pictures? I'm sorry. Wait, pictures. I'm trying to think if this is the show I found. How long has it been around? I don't know. I found it on Netflix. I f- there was a show that was streaming only. It was on Facebook a few years ago, and I think it was called I'm Sorry, and it was a married couple. Yeah, with a little girl. With a little girl. She's right. a comedian writer. And they keep like they went to some family birthday party <laughs> with a little with all the kids, and I forget what hilarity ensued within it. But yeah, yeah. It dick was, jokes. It's a lot of dick jokes. But I only saw like one or two episodes, and then for whatever reason, I got sidetracked. But it was very funny. It's very funny. That all sounds it's also sounds funny. like the first episode of Despicable. Yep, that's her. That's her. Yeah. Exactly what it is. Oh, that's funny. I'm shit. convinced that they're related. I think there's a conspiracy out there. I don't know if Andrea Savage was adopted when she was 22, posing as an eight year old. I'm not sure what's happened. But, but I like Tom I'm very, Scott. Yeah, he's, he's very funny. 
Um, as we as we uh, get out of all this, are, is that your? That's it. Uh, that was okay. All. Well, we'll just. That was. I'm very just, concerned, and I'm quite convinced. I that just they added are. it to my list. As we wrap up all this, uh, I got a, a headline about an hour ago. The controversial Jody Arias prosecutor Juan Martinez here from Arizona demoted to auto theft division due to ethics complaints. <laughs> Wow. wow. That's just breaking news He's from Arizona Central. Day. I realize it means nothing outside of Arizona, but uh, Google Jody Arias. Find out what a bitch she is. I thought we had a thoughtful question. Did I miss it? Oh, wait. Did we have uh, one? He, all he wanted to know was something that you used to think was gross, but then you ate it and it was delicious. I don't have anything. I, just, I, I like to eat a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Mine was mashed potatoes. Food is del- Oh, my God. Mashed potatoes are the food of the gods. But they look disgusting. I don't know. No, they look like fluffy little clouds of wonderful. Lovely. No, and starch free. Drenched in As we wrap up tonight's show, let's leave you with this parting thought. We will see you next Tuesday. Add a little bit of sour and cream. And thanks to everybody that. in the chat room, Kevin and Bridget. <laughs> oh my Nance. God.